Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 165. Wait. Wait. Everybody, welcome back to episode 165 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host at Michael J. Putty. Welcome back. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're a returning customer, thanks for coming back. We really appreciate it. Joining me this week is Mark Schwann, the Hollywood assassin. There you so, go. The assassin, no longer the Saiyan. How are you, my friend? I'm doing swell. How fun, are you doing? Fun fact, Schwann means chicken in French. Because yet again, we're coming to Mark Schwann's palatial estate, ducking me. From our No Mercy Challenge. <laughs> well, you are right. My last name is French. Um, but like it, doesn't, chicken, it yeah. doesn't mean chicken, for the record. Okay, whatever you say. <laughs> Listen, I... Not only will I kick your ass in No Mercy, now I got ECW's Hardcore Revolution. I saw that. I saw... I didn't even know existed. I, I didn't know either. So we'd be on equal playing ground there. But no, I am completely game to challenge you. And, and the it's next because now with like last like three weeks, I've come to your house ever since I challenged you. You have, you have come to my house. No, and week, I, next I week we're off. No show next week. Okay, Memorial so. Day weekend. I get it. I get it. But I, I, I'm appreciative of you coming to my state because of the fact that I, I've, I know I sound like a broken record. You've called me out on it. And <laughs> thank you for doing that. But no problem. I legit do have wedding shit these these last few weeks. I've had it. Uh, for the weekends, I had to go back to Long Island early and take care of some stuff. Yeah, whatever helps you, whatever helps you sleep at night. Listen, I'm in crunch time right now for a wedding, man. It's it's, it's 50 days. I'm 50 days away from getting married. And you're, I guess, now 14 days away from getting your ass destroyed in no mercy. You're so confident. You're so smug. And that's going to be your downfall. Okay. Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> Ready to start the show? Yeah. I thought we started. <laughs> now we can by this week's wrestling replay WrestleMania 23 April 1st 2007 Ford Field Detroit Michigan my second WrestleMania by the way the second number two of the streak no one cares uh, my mother does in front of a crowd of 80,103 Mr. Kennedy defeated CM Punk Edge Fit Finley Jeff Hardy King Boca Randy Orton and Mike Hardy to win the Money in the Bank ladder match in 24 minutes 10 seconds the great Kali defeated Kane in 5 minutes 30 seconds Chris Benoit defeated Montel Vontavious Porter Retain the U.S. Championship in 9 minutes 15 seconds. The Undertaker defeated Batista to retain the World Heavyweight Championship in 15 minutes 51 seconds. The ECW Originals, Rob Van Dam, Sabu, the Sandman, Tommy Dreamer defeated the New Breed, Elijah Burke, Kevin Thorne, Marcus Corvon, and Matt Stryker in an eight-man tag match in 7 minutes 27 seconds. The ECW Originals passed right by Green Man that year. Bobby Lashley with Donald Trump defeated Umaga. In a hair hair match with Stone Cold Steve Austin as the guest referee in 13 minutes even. Molina defeated Ashley in a Lumberjill match mm. to retain the Women's Championship in 3 minutes 40 seconds. Oh, Ashley. And in your main event, John Cena defeated Shawn Michaels via submission to retain the WWE Championship in 29 minutes 27 seconds. There we go. There we go. There we go. Um, obviously, 
we chose this pay-per-view as tribute to Ashley Macero. This was her, I think, her only title shot at a WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we figured what better way to tribute her than, than to play the biggest stage of them all for her was WrestleMania. Yeah. It wasn't a bad match either. It wasn't a bad match. No, not at all. Not at all. Oh, man. Like, it, it's sad. This one was really sad. This one really shook me, too. I'm like, that's sad. I, I legit just read her daughter's um, Instagram post right before we came on the show. Uh, dude, it crushed me. And for some reason, I knew she had a daughter. I don't remember why I knew she had a daughter, but I knew she did. Yeah. And Well, that was one of the reasons, I think, why she left WWE, yeah. right? Yeah. So in my head, she's still this what, five-year-old girl. She's 18 yeah. now. Wow. Taller than Ashley was. Yeah. <laughs> so sad, man. Like, especially, like, she was so young. Yeah, a couple days shy of 40 years old, yeah. Right. And, dude, honestly, like, I don't know. Like, for me, with, with Ashley, I mean, I know, like, you know, people are like, oh, my gosh, she's so hot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. She's a, she was a beautiful woman. But um, for me, it hit close to home because she... Literally. She, yeah, no, no joke. Yeah, she was a, a town away from me. Like, she grew up a town away from me in Long Island. And I remember, like, seeing her... In WWE, I was like, oh, my God, she made it. That's awesome for her. She was so close to home. And I can't help but think, well, if she made it, that gave me so much more hope that, mm. that maybe I can as well. Really? Well, okay. And when when I found out she passed away, like, honestly, I, I just couldn't help but remember that. Because, honestly, I, I think Ashley Macero, like, uh, seeing her make it made me push even more for my dreams. Huh. Interesting. Okay. And... And yeah, like I, I, and obviously it's that's a selfish reason. Obviously, like, you know, she was she was a mom. She was beloved by so many people, so many people, and an outpouring of support. You know, because she she was hey, listen, she you, you've you've seen the reports. I mean, she was one of the nicest people in WWE. Yep, apparently in the business, and it's it's sad when you lose someone like that. See, it's weird for me. I mean, I don't know how hot she was. She was in Playboy. That's how hot she was. Right. So I always got the WB Playboys. <laughs> of right? course you did. <laughs> I missed the first one with Sable. You did? The very first one I missed. But I got everyone else. I feel like everyone has that one. I think it was like too young. Okay. If you were too young, what does that mean for me? I had that one. <laughs> that means you're a degenerate. Oh, fair enough. So I got every single WB Playboy and made sure I get it right away. Mm-hmm. When Ashes came out, I couldn't find it. Really? So I remember this one of my memories I had of a good friend of mine in college. We had a couple of drinks and we're like, yo, bro, I didn't get Ashley's Playboy yet. So we literally drove around all of Queens. <laughs> really? Going from 7-Eleven, from 7-Eleven to Delhi to Bodega, looking for this. And I finally, finally, finally found it. Like about 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> wow. So when I think of Ashley Mazzaro, I think of me and my That's friend. what you think of. Doing this vicious scavenger hunt. <laughs> It was, a hot, it was a hot commodity, man. Everyone wanted it. Yeah, there you go. I mean, hey, listen, she was a beautiful woman. No, no denying that. But um, honestly, yo, give it up. Cheers to Cheers. Ashley Macero, a wonderful soul, and she is going to be missed. Episode 120, almost a year ago. It's, that's when uh, Kate Spade passed away and Anthony Bourdain passed away, both via suicide, much like Ashley Macero was being reported to be by suicide. I went in depth about my thoughts and my personal struggles and stuff like about suicide. It's no fucking joke, man. This mental illness, it's a scary shit. No, it really is. No, I, I, 
Listen, I have friends that I'm not going to disclose by name, but that, that struggle through depression. I mean, I'm an artist. I'm in the field of artists. And wrestling is no different. Wrestling is a field of artists. And on top of that, you know, the, the, they go through, uh, they, they have more of a, of a physical, I'm losing the words here. I'm sorry. I, I'm a little emotional with it. But um, there's a physical, more physical aspect in wrestling than it is to normal arts. And there's concussion factors. And concussion factors, that plays up even more so. And I, I'm not saying necessarily with, with Ashley Macero that previous concussions may have had played a factor to her depression or whatever. I'm not saying that. But if you look at history with athletes, like even even a football junior, Seau, uh, it, it played a factor. Yep. And, you know, it's depression. It, it's depression by itself. It's it's scary. We've all a lot of us. We've been depressed. Mm-hmm. I myself, I've been depressed before. I listen. I've thought about moments. I've been bullied growing up. I've thought about, hey, well, maybe life would be better without me. Um, but I've, I've never done it. I never, I never got close to doing it. Thank God. Yeah. Um, that might be a lie. Actually, uh, that's a whole other story. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> you can edit that part out if you want, or not. I don't care. Uh, I. It's. What I want to say is, with with that, with with depression itself, it is a disease. It is a mental disease. Yep. It, it goes deeper than the than moments of being depressed. It's chronical. Like thinking, but think about the moments you've been depressed and times that by ten, and think about that being your life every single day. Scary stuff. It is scary stuff. And when I was talking about with Kate Spade and Anthony last year, episode one twenty, brought back to me what really affected me was when Robin Williams passed away. Oh my god, dude, that was so sad. That was one that really put like this depression, mental illness on the map for me. Mm-hmm. I love Robin Williams. Oh, dude, yeah, I, Robin Williams was. I mean, I, you ever seen that movie? Um, what dreams may come? No, with him? No, no, dude. Okay, the, one of the the saddest movies ever. I've watched it multiple times. I've cried every single time. Okay, I watched it before he committed suicide. I watched it with my fiance. After he committed suicide, and it was even sadder. I can imagine. Do you know what the movie's about, right? No, I don't even heard of it. What dreams may come? Do you 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 have to watch it. I think it's on Netflix. Um, All right, done. Basically, like his kids die in a car accident. I'm not giving anything away. It happens in the very beginning of the movie, and then eventually he dies in a car accident, like years later. So now he's in heaven, and he, you know he's seen the glorious life of heaven. Okay, his wife commits suicide Ugh. so he thinks he's gonna be reunited with his wife his wife goes to hell so his his whole the whole movie is about him going to hell to bring his wife back well yeah because i think in the catholic church maybe christian church is if you commit suicide it's a moral sin and you're destined to go to hell right that that's according to the catholic certain, church right i mm-hmm. think other certain religions too but mm-hmm. man it really sucks really sad yeah you never know you never know what someone's going through that's why I first thought it was suicide when the first news first broke because Tori Wilson, I think it was maybe Maria, posted things about if you need, if you know someone's going through stuff, reach out. Yeah, some people, see, they've alluded to it. Um, you never know, man. Always, you never know. Like, the call or text go a long way. Apparently, Ashley was always smiling. She was always lighthearted. Um, and I can't help but think back. You know, I, I had a, a friend growing up in, in West Islip. West Islip represent. <laughs> um, Wrong time. I know. I'm trying. Dick. No, I had a friend, honestly, growing up in West Islip. Um, he was older than me. 
and I kind of, I, I actually looked up to him. He actually got me into acting. Uh, he was so damn good. He was so damn talented. He was part of a band. I think they were the verge of being signed or something like that. But dude, no joke. Always had a smile on his face. Always joking around. I, he was like the life of the party. And ultimately, he did kill himself. And so sad. Some people close to him, they they may have had an idea of what he was going through, but most of us are just blindsided. That's what happens in most cases. People are blindsided. Robin Williams, man, no one knew. Yeah, right. You never know. You're right. Like you, you never know what someone's going through. Let's, let's, can we just change the subject? How do we? How do we Maybe segue like, from here? Change, cheer up a little bit. Do we have an interview we can go to? No, we don't even have that, do we? No, that's like. <laughs> How was your week? How's life? How's everything going? How's work? That's your segue? How's work? <laughs> any, any new callbacks? Any new auditions? I saw you on Unforgettable. Made my whole week. You did see me on Unforgettable? That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You actually, I do remember you sent me the the screenshots of that. <laughs> I don't remember what was more sad, the fact that I spotted you in the crowd or the fact that I knew the episode you told me wasn't the right episode because it didn't match up to the description you told me. Apparently, they cut my, um, they, they cut my close-up with that. Apparently, yeah. But whatever. I still um, spotted you. Still, still no good. Still sold a, stole a show. Good eye. Scene, scene stealer. Good eye. <laughs> um, no, uh, honestly, we're right now. It's it's the off season um, here in New York. Okay. There there was actually an off season for acting. Interesting. Uh, not to say like there's so actors have an off season. Not, not necessarily completely. It's, it's honestly like it, the work slowed down. Like a lot of TV shows, they kind of wrapped up. True. They're waiting for the new season to come back on. The uh, pilots they wrapped up as well. So they're, they're, right now it's filming like a, a few movies. Um, I, I honestly I'm involved in an indie scene right now. I had a film that just premiered. That I worked on That's right, red this past Thursday. How right? was that? How did that go? I honestly I couldn't make it. I had um oh, I had another geez. conflict actually. I had another I had another thing I had to go to for that. It sucks. Uh, I can't. I, unfortunately, it's re- actually it's really cool, but I actually can't go into detail about it. I signed a whole bunch of stuff saying I can't to talk about it. But I wasn't asking you to, so it's a little smaller. But no, no, I, it's very pompous. Hopefully, by next year, I'll be able to talk about it. Um, I'm not waiting a full year. <laughs> honestly, I. It's 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 really cool. It is really cool. But um, moving on from that, like I do have another uh, another project I'm working on coming over to summer. Uh, in between me getting married, so a lot of indie stuff going on right now. Both movies and wrestling. Yeah, you're, you're an indie guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm an indie guy through and through. <laughs> Next weekend, Memorial Day weekend, there is no show. Not only we're we taking the week off for Memorial Day, I got a wedding to go to, so I won't be around. You do. Let me ask you, am I weird? I live alone. Nice. <laughs> I live alone. I love being alone, right? You're a lone wolf? You're like Baron Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> but I got a hotel room in Connecticut because it's in Bubblefunk, Connecticut. The wedding's kind of early. I don't want to be late and hit traffic, so like, I'm going up Friday night. No, that's not weird. But is it weird that I'm looking forward to being alone in a hotel room? <laughs> I live alone. I'm so excited about being alone in a hotel room. Like, What's any different? What are you going to do in a hotel you know, room? What is different? I'm like... So I kept, I kept, is it a nice hotel? No, it's a fucking Hilton. I, you are weird then. I go, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, why? Why do I am so excited about looking forward to being alone in a hotel room for a weekend? Uh, let's, let's dive a little bit When I'm alone every night of my fucking life. Maybe it's just like a different atmosphere. Maybe. Forgetting my stress in, of the home life, my parents and everything. Maybe just get away. And, Maybe. Right, right. Maybe yeah. there's a potential of bringing a girl back Maybe. to the hotel room. Maybe. 
You know, oh, yeah, you yeah. know weddings, man. Looking forward to a solo. Any any single people at that wedding? A couple. Yeah. Couple. Did, you, did you scout? Doesn't sound proper. Have you scouted yet? No, I don't know who's going to be. Dude, are you serious? Dude, yo, no joke. When I was single, I was scouting every wedding I was going to when I was going single. Well, I'm not invited to your wedding, so I guess I can't scout that. Why, why do you have to go there? Because it hurt my feelings. I thought we were best friends. It's not my call. <laughs> not, are you not getting married? I am getting married. So it is your call. No, it's not. You get two sides of the church, two sides of the room. I, I always view it like this. People always drop out last minute. You need fillers. <laughs> I, I can't tell you any weddings I went to. Hey, buddy, you want to come? Like a week before the wedding. Like, oh, really? Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, you really thought about me, huh? <laughs> that's rude. That's I a think. different story. That's that's rude. I I would I would not do that. We were going to a party somewhere. And everybody in the car was like, "Oh, you going to so and so's wedding?" Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going. Are you going to a hotel? Yeah, yeah. Mike, what, what about you? Uh, I I didn't get an invite. <laughs> I got an invite like two weeks later. That's right. that's rude. I, I honestly we do we don't have a be list. We're trying to keep this as small as possible, and we we made that promise from like day one. So like. Yeah, I, dude, if it was out to me, yes. I kept. I'm trying to keep my promise. So you're throwing your wife under the bus? Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you the truth. And yes, it's me throwing her underneath again, the bus. I know the hotel you're staying at. You do there, know a hotel. Is there an after party? Yes, but no. We're not extending the bar, but the bar is open to like two o'clock in the morning. Whatever. I said no. I'm not going to waste my time coming to get a hotel room if you're not going to party by the bar. What do you mean? Like, I don't know what. Okay, so I I know I've been to weddings where they extend the bar hours to like four or five o'clock more. No one ever does it. No one ever. The bar is open till two o'clock in the morning. My wedding ends like eleven eleven thirty. People won't get back to the hotel until like, till twelve o'clock. Twelve thirty one. No, it's only a half hour away. Not yeah, even. You getting like buses, taxis. Um, we ha- we have a bus. We have a shuttle. Yeah, the, yeah. You can't fit everybody in there. It's going to take a couple round trips. No, we have like a sixty person bus. Okay. Whatever. What are we talking about? It's a wrestling podcast. What are we talking about? You're right. What are we talking about? Are you bored yet? Let's talk about some hey, wrestling. Hey, hey, why are you yelling? First of all, you have a microphone right in front of your mouth. Your fiance's in the room sleeping. Why are you yelling? I have no answer for that. <laughs> I need a drink. Let's go get a drink. Yeah, let's do it. It's In the News with Michael J. Putty. Let's get some news. Talked about in the beginning of the show, Ashley Miss Harrell passed away. These were 39 apparent suicide. I followed her on social media. She, you know, she worked at a local radio station right here in Long Island. Yeah, yeah. Always posting pictures. It, it's, uh, it's just sad. She failed to show up to her, her job on Thursday. That's when they called the 911. That was the first red flag. Emergency services went to her house in Suffolk at 5.23 a.m. in response to a quote-unquote rescue call. She was given CPR on the way to the hospital but was later pronounced dead. Police did not believe foul play was involved. And they classified her death a non-criminal event. Right. But she, she was tweeting up until Wednesday. Right. She answered some fan mail. She, yeah, she mailed some say. fan mail out on Wednesday night. <sighs> she returned 40 on 26th. She leaves behind her daughter. We talked about it in the beginning of the show. She's going to go to Vegas, I think, right? For StarCast, yeah. Yeah. She's going to do StarCast. Right. And she was actually making a comeback into wrestling. Apparently, I just read right before the show, she, was, uh, she did reach out to WWE about like a month ago. Reached out to them about something. I know she was working with NYWC or NY, NYWC, yeah. I'm not too sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. She leaves behind her daughter, Alexa, who mentioned earlier, put on social media, mm. saying, and I quote, I love you, mommy. I want to wake up in your arms. More than anything, I want to give you a big hug. Please come back. This can't be real. In a second post, please, God, this can't be it. That was heartbreaking. <sighs> because, yeah, think about it, man. Think about think about your mom in the public eye, especially as a teenager, and your mom dies, allegedly from suicide. 
Yeah, he's 18, I think, right? Right. 18, 19? Dude, I, I'm 33 now. I'd be devastated. Oh, I can't imagine. I, 18, 19 years old? They seem like best friends cut close. Right. Yeah. They seem to be really close. I'm I'm so incredibly close with my mom, and oh, my God, it, it's it's so heartbreaking for so many reasons. So she did kill herself. you got to imagine what a dark place she was in mm-hmm. to do that to her daughter. Yeah, honestly, like... Again, going back to the whole depression thing, and I think Ashley Macero did admit at one point that she was suffering through depression. It, it is a disease, and I, I don't necessarily. I think that's an obvious question that people ask: how How can you do that to your daughter? I, I don't think it was even a matter of that. I don't even think that she was necessarily thinking of her daughter. And I know that sounds selfish, but it, it, it's it's a disease. It is, and I, I, I it sucks, dude. At the end of the day, it sucks. It really does. That's up. This one's a big heartbreaker. So big loss, huge. And just find out how beloved she was because mm-hmm. she didn't have a long career in WWE. She didn't really have a do anything too big. But everyone's coming out with positive stories about her. I met her a couple of times at Comic Cons. Never took pictures with her. Never had the money to take pictures because there's always somebody else I want to take pictures with. Right. So going back to I think we we're talking to Pete when King Kong Bundy passed away. I wanted to meet King Kong Bundy, but you know I'll come back to him. The other people I wanted to meet. Right. So by the time I came back to him, he was gone. So I was like, maybe next time. You never like, know. There's not, yeah. Next time's not always guaranteed. I mean, hell, for, not for nothing. I mean, you never know what's going to happen in life. Nope. You know, I, I've honestly, I've experienced a lot of death firsthand. And, and, and I think, you know, people ask me, well, why am I so positive? Why am I so happy? Because I, I appreciate life now. I, I, mm. it's, it's a gift. It's not something I take for granted. Like, dude, there's a possibility the next. This could be my last show. Like, I, you don't know what's going to happen. You no, I, I could get in a car crash on the way home. So right. Don't we don't know what's going to happen. And it, it's it's it might be cynical, but it's a fact of life. You don't know. Going back to King Kong Monday, I'm talking about the same way now because I kind of feel bad because every time I saw her, I'd be like, maybe yeah, we'll get her next year. Right. Oh, we yeah. assume that. But so yeah, that goes back. You can't assume. You gotta no cheer shot when you got it. Uh, that's a great point. You do. So we hear, express our deepest heartfelt condolences to her family, her friends, and her fans. You know, it's sad. Rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. Cheers. Similar news, keeping the pressing train rolling on. Legendary it's Mexican... pressing show, isn't it? Like... <laughs> going to be one of those shows. Legendary Mexican Lucha Libre star Silver King passed away at the age of 51 during a match against Juventud Guerrero in London. Can we just... Can I just say this? Like, people who have been sharing that video... Of him passing. Oh, I've not seen that video. You, you haven't, right? Neither yeah. have I. Okay. I refuse. I didn't even know they were sharing. I didn't want to watch that video. No, it's it's fucked up. And people in the wrestling industry have been sharing that video. That's weird. That's 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 gross. Like, why? Why would you do that? That's even if you've never performed with him, that's a colleague. Well, what the WWE did when uh, Owen Hart passed away. They didn't even it was just crowd pans and right flat. Like, show videos. respect. That's a a man. With a family, with loved ones, dying. Like, you want to show that? Silver King apparently delivered a flying clothesline. Guerrero kicked out of the pin. Guerrero hit him with a super kick on his collarbone, then he collapsed. Guerrero went for the cover. Referee was reluctant because that's not how the match was supposed to end. Mm-hmm. But King didn't kick out. So that's where he had to count three. Three count hit. Juventud, the referee, other people from the back, knew something was wrong that came out. He was, he was treated by uh, medical authorities there, and uh, they were unable to revive him. Imagine that. Did he, did he actually die in a ring? No, a defibrillator was used on him in the ring, and he was rushed to the hospital. At the hospital, he was pronounced was that, dead. So. At the hospital, he was pr- pronounced dead. Okay. So that doesn't mean anything. Right. 
So again, we extend our condolences to Silver King and his family. You know, Silver King was an enemy in Lucha uh, Nacho Libre? No. You did I, I? Like, okay. Didn't know that. Random fact. You know, the the silver the silver lining, no pun intended, um, that I would say for him is at least he died doing something he loved. Yeah. Probably he wouldn't want to go out anywhere else. Anywhere right. else. Right. I, I would say that. I, I mean, that if I'm going to go out anyway, I, I would want to go out dying doing something I loved. Like, th- that, that's how I'd want to go. It is still sad, regardless and really, it sucks that people are... I, I can't get over that, that people are sharing that video. Like, why? Why are you doing that? That's incredibly fucked up and rude. Well, let's change the title a little bit. Some good news. Ric Flair gave us a scare this week. Yeah, oh my God. Yo, no joke. I, I was like praying to God all day that Ric Flair... Please don't take Ric Flair. Don't don't take Ric Flair. Don't take Ric Flair. And then they take Ashley Macero, of course. Yeah. Like, it's... It, it, Fucked up. TMZ reported he was rushed to the hospital in a very serious condition. Well, thankfully, that original report was not true. During a media call to promote StarCast, his son-in-law Conrad Thompson, Cedric Flair was in the hospital for a planned procedure, and TMZ blew it up, saying, and I quote, this was not a last-minute surprise for the family. I don't think it's nearly as grave or serious as TMZ would have us believe, because Rick's in good spirits, and he knew about it before it was happening. Did I say my phone was blowing up that day because of that? Oh, like, everyone was, yeah. Yeah, people were like, yo, dude. Because I, I I idolize Ric Flair. It's not it's not a secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of my friends like, dude, people are not even wrestling fans. Yo, Ric Flair, Ric Flair, Ric Flair. Yep. I'm like, yo, I know. Like, trust me, I, I I get Twitter as well. Like, I yeah. see it. <laughs> I see what's going on. Um, thank God he's okay, uh, or he's going to be okay. They, apparently, they pushed back his surgery. Oh, did that? No. Yeah, they pushed it back to Monday. He's, wife- gonna, he's gonna stay in the hospital. His wife released a statement saying, due to ongoing health complications, Rick was taken to the hospital and is expected to make a full recovery. So that's some good news. And what a shitty week this has been. Did you see some dick on Twitter posted that, uh, and it got a lot of rounds. It shared because he was like sharing it as like WWE. His handle was like WWE something, whatever. Right? So it made it seem like it was official. Okay. So that Ric Flair passed away. We share our deepest condolences. It's like, no, I didn't see that. Yo, dude, I had like over 12,000 like interactions or whatever. It was like insane. And it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? You're a dick. Anytime I read something like that on Twitter, I make sure I investigate it first before. Yeah, of course. Like it has to be, it, it, at, least, at the very least, you have to be verified. Mm-hmm. And even then, I would still double check. I got the Bleacher Report app on my phone. and it, That's when I found out about Ashley Macero. Right. Like, what the? No way. Yeah, especially go. like... I went to the wrestling news sites. Nothing was there. With the TMZ, nothing was there. Then, then it started flooding in. Especially like yesterday, like you, you like, honestly, I don't know about you, but I was like, oh my god, this might be it. Ric Flair's going to die today. I was like really expecting. I was like, it's going to be the headlines everywhere. Ric Flair's going to die. Just prepare for it. Emotionally prepare for it. Yeah. And then you see Ashley Macero died. It's like it, what? Thankfully, it wasn't true. He's fine. He'll be okay. Long live Ric Flair. I told Michelle if Ric Flair dies on the day of our wedding, I'm canceling the wedding. Really? Like, uh, if Ric Flair dies, no joke, I've looked up to Ric Flair my whole life. Ric Flair dies, I need a personal day. Like, I need, I need something. Like, <laughs> I can't. He would want you to go on. He's been married like eight times. He would want you to go on. And Well, I, I would... Like maybe maybe walk down the aisle to his music. I, I would I would hit a bar. But you have a free open bar. Uh, you talk about my wedding. You talk yeah. about exactly my wedding. Oh, yeah, well, I guess. I'd be a, I'd be a mess, though. Marcus Swan, do you take this woman? I do. Woo! Woo! (laughs) 
strut down the aisle. Woo! Mm. That's my weakest one, actually. That's all right. I got a better one. I got a better one. Woo! Damn, why are you doing so close to the microphone? I was away from the microphone. And I heard an echo. I did hear an echo, too, that's actually. It's a big place you got here. It's a good will. Wasn't too bad. <laughs> Let's move on. Other news? Okay. W issued a statement announcing that Lars Sullivan will be fined $100,000 for his comments. He talked about this last week, about his comments, his bigoted and uh, misogynistic comments he made. Honestly, I mean, that's probably the best way they can go because they, they're pushing him so much. Like, they, it, it, it'd be hard to not to, like, fire him at this point. He's also required to complete sensitivity training. Right. They, they had to do something. Well, Tyler O'Neill took to Twitter, and uh, he appreciated the fact that Lars Sullivan came to him and other superstars in the back and personally apologized. It was the right move. I mean, they're, they're make, uh, everyone's making the right move right now, I think. Turns out to hope that the size of the fine will make it clear that W punished Lars Sullivan. That's a big fine, especially for someone like him. He's not he's not making that much dough. The average salary for NXT talent is eighty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So we're not sure what contract. I think he's still on NXT contract. So yeah, it's that's huge. Yeah, like effective. Can he even make a living right now for this? What year? do you mean he's going to pay it back over time? Right, like he's getting paid. He's getting. Find a hundred thousand dollars. Is it all up front? Is it like a payment plan? It's a payment plan. It is. Is that what they said? No, but I believe so because you, I don't want to quote anything about it. I forgot when I read it, but yeah, he's going to pay back over time. That's still no matter what. That's a that's a large fine. What would you do if you got fined a hundred thousand dollars? Pay it back dollar a day for under hundred thousand days. <laughs> that's, all can, that's all I can afford. One hundred twenty thousand days. What does that? What does that even equate to? A dollar a day for the next hundred thousand days. You do the math. Let us know. 619-343-3005. You can go on. I'll, I'll figure it out. Now, the news, a source close to several WWE writers recently called into PW Torch's podcast to reveal the writers have been drinking and vented to this guy. Juicy details about this man and the behind-the-scenes workings of the WWE, something we don't really get to hear too much about behind the scenes. Right. You hear about this? Is this is 307 years? That can't be. Anyway. This, <laughs> this guy said... Nobody should rip W Creative. They have some of the most brilliant, unbelievable, cool ideas I've ever heard of. They're writing for an audience of one. Never forget that. Something I don't think about. You, we're wanting to bash Creative easily. Of course, right. But it's true. It's not them who makes the final say. It is the man in charge. Apparently, they have more writers than they ever had before. They have, what, 40 people in the writing room? A little under 40. Allegedly. He goes on to say, the most frustrated person in the back every single night is Triple H. See, this is where I think I might call bu- bullshit. He'll always take the, especially the NXT guys, under his wing. It looks like he's consoling them. Look, it looks so much like he's the most frustrated person every single night in the building. Okay. He goes on to leave more details, saying the wild card rule was not in the script the morning of that show. It was a last-minute addition. Could be. Vince wants suggestions for everybody, but their suggestions never get on TV. Okay. This man doesn't keep track of what's going on at NXT. He'll maybe watch takeovers. I believe that. I, I would believe that. I believe that. <laughs> the writers say there's no chance of Vince stepping down. I believe that as well. Talk about your girl, Dana Brooke. She's been the hardest worker for the last three years. She goes to the performance center. She shows up early, helps set up the ring, gets into the ring so she can get better, and helps at the end of the night. I feel like I just like, love Dana Brooke that much more. Creative will pitch something for her, and Vince does nothing with it. I don't. Does he have a problem with Dana Brooke? Uh, who knows? Like, uh, Who knows if this is even true? I mean, this is like a, some dude yeah, saying that he hung out with a bunch of writers at it's a interesting. bar. It's interesting. You but, don't hear this behind the scenes details. Of this, but this plays into the whole WWE like, 
Mark fans. You know, it, it plays into their whole fantasy. Like, this is, like, too good to be true for them, if you think about it. Okay. Which is giving me a lot of uh, skepticism. Skepti- I can't speak. It's giving me a lot of skepticism. Wow. It's making me uh, raise an eyebrow. So you don't believe much of this? As far as this goes. I I wouldn't be surprised if some of it might be true, but I, I'd, I'd be surprised if all of it was true. So I won't continue then. Let's move on. AEW officially announced their TV deal with TNT. Yahtzee! Later this year, Warner Media will provide exclusive multi-platform access to fans to watch AEW events airing live weekly on TNT in prime time, as well as streaming them through their BR Live app and pay-per-view. AEW will not be receiving any rights fees from their new TV deal. While AEW will begin airing on TNT later this year, they will be receiving a revenue split. That's big. Right. Someone equated their TV deal to what the XFL is doing with the... uh, not receiving any rights, and the networks will pay for the production costs. With that being said, Dave Belter predicts AEW will turn a profit in 2020. That's, that's, a, very, that's very quick. That's a bold prediction. And you know what? He might be right, and here's why. So AEW, they'll be having their, uh, their, their, weekly, um, their weekly podcast, their weekly shows starting October. Right, which is the later part of 2019, of course. There's a lot of curiosity factor. There's a lot of people that really want AEW to succeed. Uh, honestly, Putty, my man, are you going to tell me right now you're not going to tune in just to watch it out of curiosity? You'd be, you'd be lying if you said no. No, I'd probably tune in. I feel like I have to as a podcast host, as a journalist. The thing was I'm not buying into the hype of AEW. That's my thing. I'm not thinking there's that. a lot of hype though, and people are going to tune it because of that. But there's a curiosity factor, even from skeptics. I'm not buying into the hype. I'm not thinking it's going to be the second coming of Jesus Christ. I'm not thinking they're going to destroy WWE. The thing for me is, we sat here for two years bashing Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Everyone did, right? I watched it, fell in love with it right away because, like you talked about last week, the in-ring product was fantastic. Characters are great. The storytelling was great. So I will tune in and see what they can deliver. I'm not going to buy into the hype. I'm not saying anything right now. I want to tune in. Give it a chance and see what they can do. You're seeing right there, you're going to tune in. So there, there are a lot of skeptics that are probably going to tune in to watch. We, we have and to because you, you, right? You have to. And this is October. Depending on it's opposite, if it's opposite Oak Island, I can't tune in because we got to. <laughs> of, of of course, but now what happens if AEW wins you over day one? They won't. But what if they do? They won't. What if they leave you like wanting? A little bit more. Like, oh, well, now I'm curious to see what happens next week. Next week. Blah, blah, blah. Same shit that with WCW. I'm a WWE loyalist. I'm like a man loyalist. Listen. So, and my bread and butter is built. That's you. But not so many people are like you. And this is why. Exactly. I'm a rare breed. My mother tells me that all the time. I'm very special. (laughs) Oh, you're very rare. Um, But this. I like the way you said that. This is why I'm thinking that I, I, I don't really agree usually with what Dave Metzler says, but. He might be right in this one. 2020, they could turn a profit. We'll see what happens. That's all we can do. Because they're hot. The one thing that's hurting them right now is, is the, the pay-per-view that they're having. They're charging, what, $60 for the pay-per-view? I'm cool to do, do the pay-per-views on Saturdays, by the way. And this one's on the Saturday, May 25th. Right. I have a wedding to go to, so I can't watch that pay-per-view. Right. So, I, Nor can I watch it anywhere else. So I will not be watching Double or Nothing. But, but you know, if, if people are bitching about the price... That's, that's like the normal price normal for price. a pay-per-view. Yeah. That's because we're spoiled with the WWE Network. Right. That's Smart the, move by WWE, actually. That's the average pay-per-view cost that we were spending. Whatever. 
Good luck to them. That's all we can do. I'm not going to buy into the hype. We'll see what happens on October when they premiere on TNT. So what's going to happen with uh, with their pay-per-views going forward? Is it going to be pay-per-view or are they going to go like – because isn't Time Warner – don't they want Showtime as well? Or uh, I'm not sure which one of them. But yeah, it's going to be on pay-per-view. That's all I know. It's going to be a pay-per-view. So they're not going to do like their pay-per-views on like, a Showtime or something like that. Not that I, I've never heard about that. You mentioned that last week. I've never heard anything. Oh, man. That, man, that, that would have been the but, smart move. That would have been like the real smart move to do. We'll see. We have still have t- plenty of times October. We'll keep you updated. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I don't know about you. Another shot at Avion? I'm game. Let's do it. A shot of wrestling presents here and here. Seen some Raw and SmackDown. Talking about this last week, The Miz and Roman Reigns started Raw. The Miz and Roman Reigns opened SmackDown. It's only the brand split. Same shit every fucking episode. I'm already tired of this wild card thing. You're already tired of the wild card thing? It's week two. Raw and SmackDown opened the same exact way. This is boring. It's it's It comes down to creative. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, right? Or it comes down to Vince McMahon himself. Like, it, it's just. This is why I'm excited about AEW. Because of the fact that, like, if they do succeed and they have the they have the financial backing, they do have the talent, and they do have the money to do so, that they can push WWE from this laziness that they've been giving us for the last how many years? I don't know. Because I agree with you. That is lazy. You have so many people on that roster. You have a lot of talent to play with. For Raw and SmackDown, and you're going to open up the show both ways in the same week yeah. within back-to-back days? Yeah. You can't do that. And why was a SmackDown Women's Championship contract signing on Raw? I, I don't know. Was that their uh, their wild card? I have no clue. I don't know. But let's get to what pretty much what everyone else is talking about. Bray Wyatt finally revealed his creepy alter ego. I love this. Apparently, this is Bray's idea. Yeah. Which is oh, awesome. If you let me finish my other story earlier, the news, it was all Bray's idea. And Bray is a genius. Everyone loves Bray Wyatt, so. <laughs> All hail Bray Wyatt. Yeah. It's different. Yo, that was no joke, the creepiest thing I've ever seen in wrestling. My thing was, I remember as a kid, I was scared shitless of The Undertaker. Really? I had to go to my parents' room every time he came out. Every time the funeral home okay. talk show came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Room. When he started doing this creepy shit, I had to leave. And Royal Rumble against Yokozuna in that casket match where he appeared on the screen from inside the casket haunted me for years. You know that was like Marty Jannetty. That was the one I was floating. Was it? Up. I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> I can't imagine. I asked a friend of mine who has two young kids who love wrestling what their thoughts were mm-hmm. on Bray Wyatt. That was fucking scary shit. And I heard people complaining and were saying their, their kids were scared about it. It was too scary, whatever. Very scary, man. Like, all right, Undertaker, I, I actually found it more fascinating more than anything. Kane, I, I thought, was like, wow, that's that's really fucking cool. Cool, yeah, that's scary. His his debut, it was like Michael Myers esque. This is just pure creepy. I liked the Bray Wyatt, Pee Wee Herman guy because it was it was subtle, it was dark, it was creepy. This it seems like right in your face. It, it's just, it, it's all the the build up was the build up was honestly fucking fantastic. So, question to you was where do I go from here? Is it does Bray Wyatt come out in the like the Pee Wee Herman stuff, and is this creepy demon like his demon for Finn Balor? We'll see him occasionally. Or is this demon his character going forward? I, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't that's know. My, that's my first thing was it's going to be his. We'll see this guy occasionally, like Finn Balor does. No, I I don't know. I I think maybe you see him during uh you see him as the normal Bray Wyatt the normal Bray Wyatt during promos. And maybe when it comes down to physical action or or the in ring segment, like you see this guy. I don't understand the mask though. Like why the mask? That mask is fucking cool and creepy at the same time. Is he gonna wear? It, it looks like he's gonna wear it as he wrestles because it's way too big for his face. It's a cool mask, but I just don't see. Is he gonna wrestle yeah, in that mask? Why I, I well, the logistics of that, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm curious to see. Yeah, I'm curious to see that too. But either way, I mean, this this build is awesome. Like I I remember you first saw the Firefly segment, Firefly Funhouse segment. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Right. It was intriguing and it was very subtle. It was thought, subtle. Thought they would like expand it out a couple weeks. No, three weeks in. We're uh, getting full pronto. I'm telling you, I think Money in the Bank. We're going to see him live. Okay, we'll see what happens. That's pretty much the only highlight of Raw and SmackDown was Bray Wyatt. It really you, was. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to mention about Raw and SmackDown? As far as you know, what we're going to see next, you know, um, I think they're I think they're not making it really secret that about Finn Balor and Andrade. Andrade. I have a hard time always saying his name. Uh, Andrade, they're giving him an English tutor. He's learning to speak English. They want to give him a big push. Finn Balor and him obviously have great chemistry in that ring. I think we're going to see more of that after Money in the Bank, which means neither one of those gentlemen are going to win Money in the Bank. Because um, Baron Corbin is. I really hope not. I, I think you would have to give it to Drew McIntyre. You have to. And I, I think I, I was wrong. I was right and wrong at the same time. I knew Sami Zayn was going to continue his thing with Baron Corbin. I'm surprised to see him win a match with Bar- against Braun Strowman. Yeah. And he's going to be in a Money in Bank match now. That's a wild card right there. <laughs> but I don't think Sami Zayn's going to win. I, I still, my money's still in true McIntyre. It'd be cool if Sami Zayn does win, though. I don't think he will. I think I think it's Baron Corbin. I I don't know. Baron Corbin just, just recently won. You know, are you going to give it to him again? Anything else? I'm already bored for you're You're bored? For Ross. You're bored you're on your own show? <laughs> and your voice is a little boring, but it's fine. My voice is not boring. I have a great voice. Yeah, you got a face for radio, too. You're rude. That's what you are. You don't like it, do you? You're my home. You can't bash me in my home. You do me all the time. You're classless. That's what you are. Okay. You're okay. just like TJ Marconi and the rest of those thugs and brought in a BWF. Now you got a story to tell. That's TJ Marconi's line. You can't. It's a great line. I love it. Use Listen, it, I'm using it all fucking week. Like you're going to use it all fucking week? Guess what? I have a story to tell myself. You, you want to segue into that? I'll gladly, I'll gladly segue into that because okay. I have a lot I want to say. I have plenty of stories about that. TJ Marconi wants to suspend the Setsujin squad and have Eric Jaden face off Hamlet 101 in a match. Like, he yeah. thinks it's going to do something. You think that's going to threaten us? You think it's going to scare us? Like, how stupid can you be? How naive can you be? Eric Jaden is one of the longest reigning BWF champions in their history. And he did that without the Satsujin squad. We the fact is we don't need to be together as Satsujin squad. We choose to be. So what's the big deal then? What's the big deal? The big deal is why are you getting your pennies in or not? Why? Because T.J. Marconi is running around thinking that he can just do whatever the fuck he wants to do, right? Because he's the BWF heavyweight champion. Cool, awesome. Hey, listen, man, you just came back after six months of being action, being out of action. You defended your title against a scrub. The scrub who. <laughs> Who won a battle royal? Like you find, but no one even knew his fucking name. And now he wants to put Eric Jane through obstacles. After obviously he deserves that match. T.J. Marconi, he's playing it smart. He's just trying to get himself back to better shape. 
because he knows the fact that at the end of the day, he can't beat Eric Jaden right now. He can't. And the fact that he thinks Hamlet can is fucking hilarious. Drove Hamlet. Listen, I like Hamlet. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Hamlet, listen, he, he's got the physical tools. He's got a great look. He's, hey. Great vocabulary. Great vocabulary. I, I, hey, listen, I studied Shakespeare myself. That's how I first started acting. But guess what? I started off in community theater. I started off in Long Island. I started off with Arena Players. As a shout out to you there, Farmingdale. I've seen Shakespeare rock stars before in the community world. I've seen them in the indie scene. And Hamlet is no different from any of them. The moment they make it through, they try to break through into the big scene, they fail. And Hamlet will when he faces Eric Jaden because Eric Jaden is the main event. Eric Jaden is mainstream. Eric Jaden is the real deal. And Hamlet, the moment he tries to break through that barrier, Eric Jaden is going to show them what the real deal really is by himself. You done there? You done? You feel better now? I, I, I'm good. I've always been good because at the end of the day, what's going to happen is, and here's a story we can tell, is that Eric Jaden will beat Hamlet June 1st at Fight the Power for BWF. And then he will go on to face TJ Marconi for that BWF World Heavyweight title. And what's going to happen next is that he is going to own TJ Marconi. And he is going to win the BWF World Heavyweight title. And the rest of the Satsujin squad will win the championship belts that BWF owns so proudly. And we will hold them up above our heads with smiles on our faces. With the bodies all across the floor. Are you seeing this image here that I'm painting here for you? Are you seeing this TJ Marconi? Consider us Thanos. And consider yourself anyone else. Because just like that, you're gone. Well, you know, there's a chance he's like, the other half of the people that lived. You give me that Captain America. So that, that analogy is kind of moot. Flawed. Flawed, if you will. You want to be that other half too? You want to be that other half too? Putty, we're, we're going to spare you. How about that? All right, thanks. Preach. Prish, I don't want to fucking fade away. Scary shit. You done now? You feel better? You I feel great. You mean, you felt like it was pent up for a while. Yeah, because I'm all riled up about this. Like, I can keep going for days if you want. I do not want that. But hey, Marconi, that's your story you can tell. That's his line. Don't, don't piss him off. Well, what is he going to do? What, is he going to come after me next? I'll sue him. If he touches me, anyone t- touches me, I'll sue. Here we go. Eric Lipschitz again here. Yeah. Eric Lipschitz, he's one of the best in the business. You, you talk a big game, but you can't back it up. What do you mean? I can't back it up. You think I can't f- get physical? Yeah, but you, you're talking shit, but every time someone has a hand on you, 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 you I'm going to call my lawyer. But I am a black belt in Taekwondo. So I can why, easily so why, defend myself. So why would you do that? Instead because of- my representation, they won't allow me to. Oh, my agent, my manager, they, they will not allow me to compete. What about a hold harmless agreement? Love that phrase. <laughs> one of the things I learned on Raw. Thank you, Triple H. <laughs> what are you trying to stir here, though? Like, you, you, what are you trying to start? I'm not trying to start anything. Oh, I have my Satsujin squad. I'm not the one trying to challenge TJ Marconi 101. That's Eric Jaden. Seems like you're in abeyance of courage. Another word alert for Triple H. Thank you, my friends. Let's move on. Right quick. Talk about last week, our Money in the Bank predictions. How about the. Talk about we're off next week. How about we're going to miss Double or Nothing? The big, big first show on AEW. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Look at you. Double or Nothing. <laughs> You can care less, see. On the pre-show, we got Kip Saban going against Sammy Guevara, Sonny Kiss, Brandon Cutler, Ace Romero, Glacier, Brian Pillman Jr., Sonny Days, MJF, Joey Janela, Dustin Thomas, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Havoc, Michael Nakakawa, Jungle Boy, and many others in the 21-man Casino Battle Royal 
for an AEW World Championship match. That's just a pre-show. Live, I think for free, on somewhere. And then you got in the main show, SoCal Uncensored, going at Stronghearts in a six-man tag match. Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. Burt Baker versus Nyla Rose and Kylie Ray in a three-way match. Cody versus Dustin. The Young Bucks go against the Lucha Brothers for the AAA World Tag Team Championship. Aja Kong, Yuka, Katsaki, <laughs> Amy Sakura, a bunch of other people in a six-woman tag team match. And in your main event, best friends go against Angelico and Jack Evans. That's not your main event. This is out of order. I don't know what's going on. That's double or nothing in a nutshell. You going to watch? You going to call up the 60 bucks? You going to watch it for free somewhere online? Um... I'm going to try to. I'm going to. I'm going to try to. I know I'm going to be doing my thing on Long Island, but I'm going to definitely try to watch this because I'm so curious about Double or Nothing. What I'm curious about is when the shows start. Like what? What the stage is? Are they going to be traveling? What's the stage is going to look like? The production value. I mean, there's a there's a huge curiosity factor. It's a great card. Really is a good card. But like, here's the thing. I mean, again, we're touching. We're talking about before. You know, I'm curious to see what the pay per view buys are going to be. Because yeah, that's gonna be a thing, yeah. Th- that's gonna be a huge thing because a lot sure of people are they're spoiled by WWE. I'm sure they're gonna be through the roof. Like I said, the hype is I've not seen hype like this in a while. Right. Is it sold out? That I don't know. I'm curious to know that too. Because what's the capacity in that in that uh in that arena? I don't know what arena's gonna be in. I don't know. It's in it's in Vegas, no? Yeah, but what arena in Vegas? I don't know. I thought you knew. Oh, I know that. I'm just the color guy. and you the one that's running this show. Yeah, but I'm the WWE mark, so this is, this is you're the AW guy, so I'm not. The, I'm just. I'm a wrestling guy in general. You just heard me mention the name Sammy Guevara, Glacier, Sunny Kiss. Mm-hmm. Those names sound familiar. Yeah, they do. Because you heard it here on a shot of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Sunny Kiss back in episode eighty four. Sammy Guevara on episode one hundred one. Glacier episode one forty three. So we want to reach into the archives, reach into the vault, post these up on our YouTube. Check out these interviews on YouTube at A Shot of Wrestling to catch up and get to know more of these AEW superstars before they make their debut. Also, Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman Jr., that's right. Yeah. Many other people. Joey Janela, we got, got up there too. So make sure you check out our YouTube for those full interviews before Double or Nothing. Very exciting. Yeah, I mean, dude, that, that is exciting stuff. I mean, like, honestly, one of the more exciting ones was Sonny Kiss, seeing him get signed. That was cool. That, that was so cool to see. I mean... I was still fairly new into the independent scene and here in wrestling in the tri-state area. And I got to speak to Sonny Kiss a couple times in the backstage area. And it's cool to see like people that I've interacted with, the people that we've performed with, getting these opportunities to go to AEW. And that, that you've interviewed here on A Shot of Wrestling. So we know by now you're excited about this AEW shtick. How can you not be, man? I, I, it's new. It's fresh. It's exciting. We don't know what's going to be. Yeah, yeah, okay. But let's see what other people have to say. We opened up the hotline to calls and texts. Probably my fault, the way I worded it, the way I put it, because people think they were t- calling and texting actually AEW and Cody Rhodes. So, my bad. Let's, let's, let's read some of these texts. Let's open it up. Let's read these texts. Let's listen to these voicemails. Let's listen to voicemail number one. Hello. I am William Walker calling from Newport News, Virginia. And I just want to say that I'm a big fan of what y'all are doing. And I hope... Y'all are very successful. Oh, oh my buddy. gosh. I love y'all. Y'all are, oh, oh. like, awesome. Thank like, you. I hope, like, y'all become, like, big in everything. Me too, so, buddy. Like, Thank you. Wow. But like, he's not talking like, about you. Like, like, AEW is going to, like, take off. I swear. I swear See? to God. AEW is going to be way better than WWE ever was. I promise you that. AEW. Talking about AEW. Anyway, that was his input. 
You agree with him? You're very, very excited about it. Oh, clearly very excited. <laughs> I love the goodbye at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's get on some of the text messages. Area code 443. I'm excited for this. I'm a writer, producer, director with nearly 10-year work experience. How can I work with you guys? 10-year working experience and you're texting... <laughs> Yeah, dial it up, 619 I'm to get in touch with myself who maybe makes stuff happen. I mean, unless you're talking about AEW, then you get the fucking wrong number. I'm curious. Like, 10-year working experience, you're texting us? Eric, I can't. Area code 760. First of all, congratulations on making TNT great again. I was going to have my career in the WWE, but I don't know. What do you think? Uh, WWE, clearly. Any career advice for this guy? I'm still stuck on the 10-year guy. <laughs> uh, don't be rude to my callers, please. They think you're AEW. What are you talking about? They're not, not your call. Not this one. Here we go. Erico 915. I think AEW is on the right path to become a contender. That's a good statement. I mean, everyone, a lot of people used to feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Erico 213. Come on. Let's give, some, give these people some credit here. I, I'm sorry. Erico 213. Hi, all the elite wrestling. Never mind. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's get into another voice. Yeah, please. It's uh, me, Lucid King, and um, I'm calling from South Carolina, which is like East Coast. And, um, I think that the first episode of AEW, their ratings are going to go up, meaning like I'm pretty sure that the first episode will be one of the best. It'll, it'll probably be better than WWE in a row. That's going to make a good point because when shows debut, especially big hype shows, their ratings are through the roof. It's just keeping that momentum. Ratings tend to go down. Right, right. So you got to expect ratings for AEW are going to go down eventually, but for the mature, for maybe those first week or two, they'll probably be steady. You right. know more about that stuff than I do. No, like, well, with all this hype, you, you can't help but think, like, yeah, it's it's going to go up. It's going to be, it's definitely going to be at WWE for the first week, for sure. Uh, what happens after that? I mean, we'll see. It depends what they do in the first show. Go back to the text messages. Here we go, 336. AEW is such a breath of fresh air. You got people in your stable that love the sport and love the fans. Thank you, Kyron from Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm going to take that as me, one for us, so thank you so much. It sounds like it could be for us, right? Eric 580. Hi, my name is D, and I'm from Oklahoma. I've been a wrestling fan for years. First of all, I believe AEW is needed and would be great, and I think that they may have a lot to offer because WWE is letting their talent go to waste. I'd like to know what channel will AEW be on. If you don't have the cable, where else is available to watch? TNT is going to be streaming on their BR apps, the Bleacher Report. So D from Oklahoma, you, you'll be watching, no problem. Yeah. Definitely one for us. That, that was definitely one Thank for you, us. D. Yeah. Eric code 346, AEW is going to shock the system. Wait, is this Cody? Never mind. <laughs> I didn't even really say that. Let's get another voicemail. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing on here, but shout out to AEW for getting a deal with TNT. Uh, I'm pretty sure that means they'll be probably in the near future having another show on CBS or something like that. Um, though, I still feel like WWE is where it's at. Thanks, caller. He's calling us, so thank you. It sounded like, uh, yeah. W is where it's at, so definitely props to you for being smart enough to realize that. But do you think, it makes a good question, do you think they'll have a sister show on TBS, much like TNT did with uh, Nitro and Thunder? Well, I think that's something to think about for a long term, because right, right now it didn't state that in their uh, in their press release. If that was the case, they would have said so. So I, um, how long is their contract for with TNT? Did, did they say that even? I don't think so. I'm not too sure. Offhand. No, they didn't. So um, I, I think if AEW does get as successful as people think they are, I I think it would be inevitable for that to happen. Going back to the text, Eric code 717 and 978 both simply wrote in AEW. 
What does that mean? We got a real text this time. Ready? Okay. Hey, I'm Matthew from Scranton, Pennsylvania. My thoughts on AEW are quite simple. As someone in their teen years looking to get into the professional wrestling business, AEW is a blessing. Awesome to see stars like Angelico, Jimmy Havoc, and Sammy Guevara all being used. All right. This guy seems smart. She seems excited about AEW. Right. It makes a good point. AEW is a place for these young guys to showcase their talents. No, it absolutely is. I mean, they, they have a good blend going on. I mean, of course, you know, you, you can't oversaturate a new promotion with a bunch of older guys, but they do have some veterans in there that know what they're doing that can groom the younger guys. And, yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like they, they, they have it right. They have a good formula here. Go back to the voice post. Can you control yourself this time? <laughs> I've been trying to. Yo, what's going on, man? Everybody has something to say about competition. I love WWE. I love AEW. I love, I love all pro wrestling. But this is the first organization since WCW that I feel can give a run for their money. Can give WWE a run for their money. Okay? And actually bring out the best in WWE once again, which we all need and a lot of people long for, okay? And I think, honestly, they're going to deliver a product like we haven't seen before. This is the beginning, my friends. I will be on the show to talk a little bit more about what I feel. So stay tuned. I'm coming to the headquarters. Stay tuned, guys. Jimmy J, signing out. And once again, ring that bell. Jimmy J, thanks for calling in. Good friend of the show. Apparently, he made the announcement. He's going to be back on the show next time. News to me, but okay. Welcome back anytime. (laughs) No, I, I would love to points. have Jimmy J back on. I love him, man. That he was awesome. Points. He made some excellent points, actually. I, this is why I'm excited about AEW because, yes, it is fresh. It's exciting. Um, and it, it, competition always brings the best out of everyone. And I feel like WWE was at its best when they were pushed by WCW. And AEW, I think, could possibly do better than what WCW did. Going back to the text messages. Okay. Last one. Erico 201. Huge dressing fan for over 29 years. Wow. You need to have three belts only. Keep it edgy and do everything opposite that WWE is doing. Trust me. Trust him. Apparently he's not talking to us. He's talking to AEW. Don't flood industry too much like WWE. Trust me. Trust me again. This guy's fucking... Trust me. Trust me. If you flood your roster too much, you'll find yourself in the same position as WWE. Keep it simple and edgy. Or hire me and I guarantee you will destroy their ratings. I promise. It's not there wrong. Did he see guarantee? I'm surprised. No, he promises. You got to trust him. Erico 201. Wrestling fan for 29 years. Trust me. <laughs> no comments on that? I, you got to trust him. <laughs> and finally, let's go with our last voicemail. Mark, you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, my name is Tyler. I am from Texas. And my thoughts on AEW are kind of like a pro and a con, really. My main concern is how AEW will kind of run because when you are bringing up a new promotion of wrestling, you got to really think, like, how will it do, especially with, like, some unfamiliar talent because WWE, when it first began, it was very not really known and, like, now, to this day, we have AEW for All Elite Wrestling. You are really spreading that, like, platform, like, across the nation. But my main concern is what are they going to be bringing? Because, like, all I've been seeing of All Elite, like, all Elite, uh, Elite Wrestling is, like, the Flash. Like, 
I would say like, yes, you are bringing in new wrestlers. Yes, you are having a good management, but what like will you bring to the table compared to Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, WWE? Like, that's what I want to see. Because if you're just showing flash, then you have no go. Because it's it's kind of like weirded out in a way because compared to what other wrestling promotions all every wrestling kind of like in the middle like yes people like it but then again what can they like about it because you can't just like oh yeah I like this because they have great merchandise or yes they have like a good like management like that like that doesn't like help with anything the fact so and especially with their recent signing TV deal with TNT that's really bringing in something like kind of unexpected and kind of iffy in a way because no one knows how well all elite wrestling will do it could either be a disaster or it could be like the best freaking thing in the world but all it is is that yes it's I like the fact that they're bringing up new names to wrestling, like names you haven't really heard of, or people that are like have that want to have that like breakout moment in a way. That I will say is what I love that all the wrestling is doing is that they're bringing in new faces. They're not bringing in like former WWE superstars or former like Impact wrestling. They're bringing up new people that want to have that spotlight they want to have that moment where they feel like like that's where they reach the top and that's where I'm kind of standing but all all I will say is that I'm excited for what they will bring to us wrestling fans now I don't know how well it would do Uh, like I said before it could end in a really disaster or it could be like the most talked about thing since WrestleMania or something. But, you know, I will say like how Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, Brandy are doing for all of wrestling. I'm kind of like excited. It's just, I want to know, like I said before, what will they be bringing? And so that's where I'm kind of standing now, double or nothing. I'm actually pretty excited because I've seen the matches that, are being placed and my main my uh match I'm really looking forward to is the um the battle royals. Um and I'm excited to see kind of what will they bring. Um I'm excited for the uh triple threat between Nala Rhodes, Britt Baker and uh, Kylie Ray. I'm very excited for that. Um but overall I'm still in that area, like in the middle though, like where to stand for all elite wrestling. But other than that, I really do hope it uh, does good for them in a way. Cause I know, um, Cody Rhodes probably wants this to be something great and not just another wrestling promotion that just gives out wrestling. I think he wants all elite wrestling to be like the peak of wrestling period. Wow. Wow. Um, by the way, let you guys know at home, that message kept going on. 
He kept talking, but his voice, our voicemail cut him off at five minutes. <laughs> was so, he talking Col- Col- to us or AEW? There was some he was talking to us. Okay. So was, this is all you. <laughs> I, I actually feel like that he has uh, uh, some good points. I mean, uh, I will say this: he he has concern about like there not being a WWE guys in there or top guys in there. There there are. Oh, Cody Rhodes was a WWE guy himself. True. So is Chris Jericho. Have Jim That's Ross true. in there. Earl Hebner now is a recent signing. Um, We're gonna get back to that later. Put a pin in that. Uh, and you have Kenny Omega and Young Bucks who, who who've been bigger stars through the international scene. And I, I feel like I'm forgetting others as well, but like. So they 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 have the 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 knowledge from the bigger from the bigger names, and they have a lot of young names. He's right about that. And yes, AEW, I think they will fail if they decide to be a cookie cutter version of any other indie product out there. If it's to, if they just focus on wrestling and 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 flips and dives and all the cool stuff that some people like to see, it's about storytelling. And I think Cody Rhodes knows that. And Cody Rhodes, you know. If you looked at his previous characters before that he's played, not even just in WWE, but after that, I mean, the guy is a great storyteller. Absolutely. You know, and you you have uh, Billy Gunn, another guy they have back there as well. Um, Chris Jericho is very big in storytelling. A lot of these guys are very big in storytelling. Jim Ross, huge on it. And I I think you're going to see a lot of great talent. It's something I've been talking about with people. Like, you know, right now we're in the golden age of wrestling. We see. fantastic in-ring talent we see these phenomenal performers something we haven't seen ever as far as in-ring talent but they're missing that the character they're missing storylines they're, they're they're missing that and i said i've always said imagine if you have the characters from the attitude era combined with the athleticism that we have today i i, I hate to quote teacher marconi but man then you'll have a story to tell and i think AEW can bring that and if they do i say watch out wwe you mentioned Earl Hebner, and the news broke that this week that Earl Hebner signed with AEW. Yes. I didn't report about it in the news. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn we talked about this like a couple weeks ago. I thought this was old news. I thought this was... I think I... I, I didn't <laughs> think this was news. I thought he signed like one of the first signings they got was Earl Hebner. No, they didn't. I, I think I made a remark about that, about like, oh, he's got a job open at AEW. Yeah, I didn't think this was news, but whatever. I mean, honestly, if, if you're not... Starting off a wrestling promotion, how can you not think of like a, a free agent referee to sign Earl Hebner? Earl Hebner, excuse me. Anyway, that's what we heard from you guys. Thanks for dialing it up. Thanks for your text messages. Even those you thought were calling and texting AEW. Appreciate taking your time to reach out and share your thoughts. And none of us are Cody Rhodes. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not even Brandy Rhodes. Oh, man, Brandy. Or we're not even Dustin. Such a fine girl. What a good wife she would be. Ask Cody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. I need more drinks after that segment. <laughs> I'm going to leave a voicemail now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> to me or AW? Both. <laughs> I talk about my extensive resume. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that one, that one really hit me, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. Cause I, I'm a producer as well, and I've produced for a while, and I would never do that. <laughs> With that being said, remember, there's no show next week. So we'll see you in two weeks. Enjoy your unofficial start to summer. Have a good Memorial Day weekend. For Mark Schwann, I have been your host at Mago J. Putty. Until next time, Putty out.
Baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> 